Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Limerick's Hermitage Green have a new single and Barry Murphy from Hermitage Green is on the line to tell us more. Good morning to you, Barry. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm very well, thanks. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. I have to say that it might have been easier for me if the single was called Locker, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. Tell us what it is called and the background to it. It's called Lake Winnipesaukee, uh, which is a mouthful, I know, and a lot of people are, are, are wondering whether they'll be able to ask uh, Siri or Alexa to play Lake Winnipesaukee. Um, but, yeah, it's a lake in New Hampshire in America, basically. Um, and it's my aunt married uh, my uncle, uh, who is from... Lake Winnipesaukee, um, and they met in. He worked. He worked for a company that travelled to Shannon back in the seventies. So they met in Limerick, and then she up and moved over there when she was in her early twenties, and and set up uh, her life there. And then we went over and visited when I was a, I'd say four or five, and spent a bit of time there, and hadn't been there in a long time. It's an incredibly beautiful place, like um, like really. A magical kind of lake in the middle of a massive forest and I'm sure you know what New Hampshire is like it's the most beautiful scenery so um, I think I was pretty taken away by it back then but we were on tour in the States a couple of years ago and we had a few days off and we went went up and spent some time in the lake and I hadn't been there in a long time so I don't know it's a, it just kind of moved me again and so it's a song about uh, I don't know anyone can take their own interpretation from it but I suppose a place that everyone has in their life that brings in a bit of tranquility or a moment of peace somewhere where they can properly just breathe and and, uh, take time for themselves and and that's kind of what it's about. Right, sounds like something we could all do with at the moment. Pennies for some people, I think, Joe. (laughs) For some people it seems to be pennies, Barry, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's myself loved. I'm, uh, I'm trying to promote the song this morning on my Instagram, but all I want to do is post videos of people queuing outside Penny, which is <laughs> the most limerick city thing I've ever seen, but I love it. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, now, uh, obviously, you guys had lots of gigs lined up. Uh, you still managed gigs, um, thanks to the likes of Mick Dolan, haven't you? Exactly, yeah. We did the uh, Riverfest virtual gig in Dolan's back in May, which was... Uh, I think we were one of the first bands in the country, if not the world, to get the opportunity to do that. So that was really uh, special, and we got great feedback off that. And then since then, there's been a, a, a few gigs announced and driving gigs, basically. Uh, a few down the Docklands in Limerick on well, the 26th of July, I think. And then um, one in Cork and one in Kilkenny and a few more to be announced. So the response for those has been um, unbelievable. The first one sold out in a few hours and um, the, the, the second one, which is the matinee show, is not far off as well. So, yeah, interesting times, Joe. You know, I think everyone is probably just starved of, of something to do and uh, we we just want to get back and play at any capacity and, and that, that opportunity was uh, offered to us by Dolan's and he snapped it up, so I really can't wait to just get back out and play. Yeah. As, as strange as it's going to be with uh, 250 cars in front of you, it's, uh, you know, it'll, be, it'll be special. Yeah, I mean, the Limerick arts community is so vibrant and we've got so much talent, but it's really, really difficult uh, for so many yeah. at the moment. Yeah, it is, isn't it? 
Um, and and like we're in a fortunate position that we've we've you yeah. know built up a um, you know a fan base over years. And I know there's a lot of bands who, you know, I think of us maybe if we were a couple of years or three years into our careers, how how hard would it be to have what could be almost a year properly out of gigging and um, it, it, I'm sure it's, it's difficult for, for bands this time and for artists this time but I suppose also an opportunity to take stock and just relax and, and maybe be, be more creative which essentially is the most important part of it isn't it? Yeah. Um, so and I've taken that this time as a bit of a holiday from everything just you know, in the band, we haven't been hugely active on our social media or anything like that. It's just people giving ourselves the opportunity to take a break and and uh, try and get to a place where we can write and, and be a bit more creative. So, as you said, the Limerick scene is so vibrant and there's so much talent out there. But you'd hope that this will allow people to, you know, when, when we see things open up again, that there'll be a surge of, um, of you know, new creative music and art. Barry, what about family life for them at the moment for you? Uh, I have two young babies, uh, twin babies, ten months ago. So uh, I'm uh, <laughs> as much as I'm trying to be creative. Most of my time is spent with them, which has been amazing, to be honest with you. Because obviously you'd be you'd be off tour, and we'd have been off a lot um, traveling at this point. So I think you only kind of realise when you get this time to spend it at home how much you'd miss if you were away. So. I'm loving the fact that I'm just at home milling around with them and and uh, watching them develop every day and and uh, it's uh, it's been great crack to be honest. I'm loving it. And Barry, your brother runs the Corrigan, of course. Uh, the pub and restaurant trade badly affected as well. Yeah, he does, Brian. Yeah. Um, so they've you know they they opened last week for takeaway and and you could get a few drinks. So. It, um, it was lovely to, to stroll down. You'd be within a hundred meters of the place to have a pint. So I was like a quantity surveyor up the road with my <laughs> hundred meters away. But my aunt lives on Clancy Strand there, so I was. Um, we we kind of went up and sat in her garden and had a bit of fish and chips and a few pints. And uh, look, yeah, as I said, it's 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 affected everyone. Um, but I think the support for local businesses um, has been huge. That Lean on Me project that that was. Um, launched a few months back was brilliant and I think that's the key isn't it to once once we all once these restaurants and cafes and, and shops open their doors that we get behind all the, the local businesses and um, and you know maybe just go to those ones first and, and uh, keep the city uh, vibrant and put our money back into the city yeah, we're chatting to Barry from Hermitage Green and we'll hear the single, their latest one, in uh, just a second. Uh, we've been delighted to have you do a, a spot of co-commentary on Munster rugby matches uh, for us. Hopefully we'll see those coming back again in the not-too-distant yeah. future. And I, I know you were also a participant in our dodgy-slash-entertaining Live 95 <laughs> Sports Star quiz. Oh, I'd like to forget that one pretty quickly now because I was, the questions didn't suit me, Joe. Andy Lee absolutely holes me on that. <laughs> I don't know if I got one or two right out of ten, but um, it was it was great fun. How's that going, actually? Is that finished out? No, no, we're moving into, um, I think, the last of the quarterfinals into the semis, and uh, Semi. I think um, Andy yeah. is waiting uh, for Shane Dowling, and he's going to sort him out, although Shane, I think, is fairly confident at the same time, so that'll be uh, fun as well. Um yeah. You know, I've been listening into that so because I'm keen to see uh, if Andy maybe just, just at that level maybe above me. It wasn't my fault, basically. <laughs> the other thing we were chatting about in the first story, well, you would have been very young. I, I probably don't even really remember it. Italia 90. 
Oh, I do. God, Jesus, I do. I was uh, eight when that happened, and that was probably the the birth of my uh, love for sport, I think, properly. Um, I remember exactly where I was for uh, the the group stages. We were in Portugal on holidays, and you know, those, those holidays, those Irish holidays where you just go to the pub to watch me when I was only eight years of age. I remember what I was drinking. I remember what I was wearing. I just never forget Um uh, the, the the group stage and then got home for the for the Romania match and uh, Packy Bonner obviously um, with that save and then the heartbreak of the Italian match I think that was my first proper uh, heartbreak watching sport eight years of age um, when Scalacci scored but yeah jeez what a was it is it is it a what did that be thirty years yeah week, thirty years ago would you believe yeah oh my god mm-hmm. this week, yeah. I know I know mad <laughs> well mad. look I think. I was I was yeah I was watching a few clips the other day and I was like w- wasn't there a lot of people giving out about Ireland's tactics and style of play back then but um, with Big Jack long hoofing the ball and and uh, Kevin Cheedy's goal um, against England but God it's like one of those things anyway you to win you know what I mean or, or well let's say I, I I can remember watching games at the time and people around me shouting horse it up there. <laughs> They weren't too worried about it. None of his passing the ball just lashes. <laughs> just lashes it and see, see what uh, happens. And you have uh, a rugby podcast as well, Barry, don't you? I do, yeah. Uh, myself and Andrew Trimble have a podcast with uh, on Joe.ie called Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby, uh, which, yeah, it's great. I love it. It's um, We've kind of made it our own where we, like, we were good pals playing. I know he played with Ulster and I played with, with Munster, but we, we became very close during any camps we would have had with Ireland or any times we played against each other. And um so when, when Joe did a you know, came up with the idea of to do this podcast, they asked me and they said, Did I have any one in mind that I'd like to do it with? And he was the first one I suggested because he just retired. And yeah, we look at the blend of talking about rugby but trying not to get too serious with it. Um I suppose my take on it is that rugby is for everyone, it's all shapes and sizes and um we kind of give our own take on it, which is making comparisons with rugby to films and music and, and using all our, our outside interests. And uh, it's good crack. And yeah, anyone can, can tune in. It's on YouTube or on any podcast uh, platform. Usually every Tuesday afternoon it comes out. So Very good, not, much, not much rugby to talk about at the moment, but mostly uh, us talk absolute garbage, but... People seem to like it. Absolutely. He he was uh, um, a celebrity sighting for myself and my other half in a um, a restaurant called Ox in Belfast uh, one night. We didn't bother. We just just had to be sitting at the table next to us. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't mind. uh, I know. It seemed seemed like a good guy. All right. Well, listen, great to chat to you, Barry. Um, well, well done again to um, Hermitage Green. Um, what I'm going to get you to do, Barry, uh, to help me out here, is will you intro the song, the single, <laughs> out today, please? That's right, the chord. This is Hermitage Green's Lake Winnipesaukee. Take care. Thank you, Joe. to your lips Watch the rain Dancing off the lake from whence it came Hold your breath and 
Pisaki from Hermitage Green, their new single. Call Limerick today now on 461995. 